we've got to talk about this game. And before I talk about it, from my last segment, got to acknowledge some supporters. Uh, Chuck Bolger Jr. chimed in when I was talking about, chimed in on the Eagles, and he said that it was a great effort for the team. They showed a great effort losing all the playmakers that they la- that they lost when they lost them. So good points there, Chuck. Shout-outs to you for noticing that. Also, Charles Gendraw, shout-outs to you for always following and supporting. He said, we have to fix the first quarter and first half with no points. And he also pointed out that the Eagles yesterday were, in the rankings after two weeks, were 32nd in points scored in the first quarter. So definitely that does have to be fixed. So shout-outs to you guys, Chuck Bolger Jr., Charles Gendraw for joining in, for chiming in. Again, shout-outs to Chuck Bolger Jr., Charles Gendraw for chiming in on your comments on the Eagles and the status of what went on yesterday in your opinions and what we need to do to progress on throughout the season. So I'm going to continue, and I'm going to get into the points that I picked out that I wanted to drop some stuff on on air, and hopefully I can get some call-ins and people can chime in as well. The number to call in and chime in, 267-368-5328. Also, if you cannot call me, you can chime in on Facebook. We are Facebook Live right now. I'm Facebook Live and right now in the group page, Sports Rap Radio Show. Get over there, chime in, and I will try and get your comments in, get your thoughts or whatever. If not, like I said, call me up, 267-368-5328. So I'm going to start, and I'm going to piggyback off one of the first things that Chuck said. He said that there was a great effort, and what I'm, going at, what I'm looking at and focusing on is the loss of all the playmakers. So the Eagles had some major, major injuries um, that occurred yesterday. And before I get into talking about yesterday's games, I'm just going to give you the list of the injuries. I'm not going to give you the severity because a lot of these injuries are not really severe. And I'll explain to you, um, in my opinion, why some of these guys didn't consent work um, deemed questionable and did not return to the game yesterday. So you've got Malik Jackson, who left the facility yesterday in a walking boot. Deshaun Jackson was out. Alshon Jeffrey. Dennis Goddard, Corey Clement, uh, Jason Kelsey for one brief moment, Nelson Aguilar for one brief moment, Carson Wentz for a brief moment, and Jason Peters for a brief moment. So those last four I have question marks by because they all returned to the game after having some type of injury, you know, minor tweaks or whatever during the game. The people that could not return, DJX, Alshon Jeffrey, and Dennis Goddard, who did not play much or did not play really at all, really hurt. Uh, because you game planned with your number ones and your number twos or these key guys in your game plan. And when these guys get hurt as early as they get hurt, your game plan and everything is basically done. You have to put it in the shredder. And I know I say this all the time. You should be prepared for that. Sometimes it happens like that. Sometimes you go into a game with a game plan. And, and sometimes, you know, unfortunately for the Eagles – they lost key players, which played a little bit heavier in this. But you can go into a game with your key players and still sometimes have to scrap your initial game plan and start anew at halftime. So 
again, the Eagles did pick it up at halftime. Like I said, um, great point by Chuck with the uh, great effort. I have to give that uh, hat to leading that great effort to Carson Wentz, who still ended up playing a decent game, who willed some things, some plays uh, yesterday. Uh, he got him back, drove him down, and we took a lead. Had an opportunity to win the game late in the game. Just didn't happen. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit later on with one of my other points. But Carson Wentz gave the effort. I think the guys, the backups that played the second half, they gave more effort. But getting to what Charles said, we have to fix that. You can't keep continue to give teams the first half. You have to get some points up. You have to play better in the first half because there are going to be some teams that you're going to play where you won't get opportunities like you got yesterday to win that game so that's why i'm not as disappointed in this loss i mean you're always disappointed in a loss against a, a team that you think you should beat but like i said the football guys work in mysterious ways yesterday was just one of those days where the mysteriousness came out not in favor of the eagles the injuries, but I'm not saying that these are excuses. All of these guys that are on this team, second string, third string, at one point in your career, you were the man. So you know what you have to do. It's a game of stepping up. You're next in line. You got to step up and perform. You've been together. You've been at practice. You've been in training camp. You know the playbook. You know what you're supposed to do. So you need to step up. So we can't say that the injuries were the entire thing because, like we saw, Carson Wentz made some plays to some guys who are not key guys in the offense. So it can be done. Like I said, they had the opportunity late in the game to win. They did not. And we'll talk about that drive down the line. But, again, the effort was there in the second half. But that effort has to come from the gate. That effort, effort has to come from the opening kickoff, not the second half kickoff. You have to have that effort all game long. You have to have that same energy from the very beginning. So, yes, the injuries did play a part, but it's not the sole reason for the loss. The second thing I wanted to pick out, point out, were there were drop passes. Two key drop passes late in the game. The one down the sideline to Nelson Aguilar, and then the short uh, check down to Darren Rose right after that. That pretty much stalled the drive. Uh, if you go back and you look at that play again, and I'm referring to the Nelson Aguilar drop down the sideline, he's running away with that for a touchdown. That could possibly, that score, if he catches that and scores, that could possibly have put the game away for the Eagles, Eagles to win. Perfectly thrown ball, and this is where I'm getting at again when I said the effort of Carson Wentz, who I give the hat as the leader in this effort coming back in the second half. Uh, that ball was placed perfectly dropped as we say dropped right in the bread basket right in his hands I don't know if he heard footsteps from the safety or if he got excited and realized that he could possibly catch this and run for the touchdown whatever happened you got to look the ball in your hands you got to make that catch I appreciate and I like the fact that he also stayed after the fact in the locker room and fielded questions and actually answered that and was brutally honest and he said the same things that no matter what happens at that moment 
I'm the receiver. I have to make that catch. You know, there's no excuse for that. I have to make that catch. The second, uh, the check down to Darren Sproles, you know, I kind of thought that is just a bad play. Uh, Carson Wentz was under duress the entire day yesterday. He made some great plays. He had some escape plays to extend some plays, but he was under duress the entire game. The second one, um, as far as the drop pass, it wasn't really a drop pass. It was as far as execution on a lot of plays, uh, especially in the first half. Execution was very, very poor. Hence, they had a poor, extremely poor first half again. Second half got better. Like I said, it got better. But that last drive, that fourth and eight pass to Zach Ertz, execution. You know the stick. You know where the sticks are. You know where you need to get. Got to run that route a little bit deeper. You know what I mean? You're one of the key guys. Okay, left. You know they're coming to you, and we and they know they're coming to you. You just got to run that route a little bit deeper. Again, I applaud Zach Ertz also for um, chiming in and saying that because he stayed as well after the and after the game in the locker room. And he acknowledged his efforts or his lack thereof, saying a lot of the same things that I just said, uh, mental mistake. I know I, I have to make that route deeper. I have to run that route deeper. I know where the sticks are. Um, I take it, you know, he pretty much put that loss on himself, himself for not being precise and executing um, the route running and that play as he should. And he mentioned that he would be better. Uh, shout out to Barry McNear who just chimed in, tuned in right now. Again, folks, we are live on Facebook in the group page, Sports Rap Radio Show. Get over there and check out, tune in. The number to chime in, 267-368-5328 is the number. So get on over there, you know, leave me some comments. I got it up. I can see you if you uh, chime in. Now, the next point that... I have to do is piggybacking on again what Charles said. First half, no points or very little points in the first. No points in the first quarter. Very little points in the first half. Very very poor first half. It has to change. Uh, the Eagles' schedule is not a cakewalk schedule, but this loss is disappointing. But the sad thing is. They have to clean it up. Because if they don't clean it up, this loss is going to mean a lot more than what it does right now. They have division games late in the end, so they can make up a division race. But now they see that they have to focus. They have to execute. They have to be prepared at the beginning of the game. You can't keep relying and banking on being able to overcome the team in the second half. Um, it's going to get later in the season. You're going to have some teams that will try to play spoiler, that don't have anything to lose. Or you're going to play some teams that has everything to lose, that are going to give you their A-plus game and try and knock you out of contention to get what they need. So the first half definitely, definitely needs to be cleaned up in a major way. We can't stay 32nd in first score in scores, scoring first quarter points throughout the entire season. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be pretty. But, <clears throat> excuse me, you have to clean it up. Uh, again, like I said, the horrible first half is not what you expect. You've seen it two weeks. 
So you have to clean it up. Now, I have to flip on the other side of the ball for a second. And I have to give kudos to defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz. In essence, Jim Schwartz got the, the team back into the game. I mean, like I said, Carson Wentz did what he was supposed to do. He stepped up and played and performed and executed to the best of his ability or the best of, he gave you the best effort in the second half. But Jim Schwartz went, pinned his ears back, and just went after uh, Matt Ryan. And it paid off a couple times. But in the long run, you would probably have gotten burnt eventually. But it was working at the time. So I give him a I give him kudos for that, for trying to slow them down and uh, get back in the game, which they did. And again, like I said, the Eagles took the lead. So again, I'm not as disappointed in the loss as um, you would think. Like I said, you're always disappointed in the loss because you figure you want your team. As a fan, you want your team to win every game. We all know that's not going to happen, but that's the reality of being a fan. And at times, you have to take losses on the chin. This one, I think, is one that the Eagles fans can take on the chin because it's early in the game. It's only week two. It's always the last two, three years has been tough coming down to this particular instance with the Atlanta Falcons, either in the playoffs or regular season, down to a last play, a fourth down play. And unfortunately, this year it didn't go the Eagles' way. But this, this game is a lesson game, I think. Uh, I think, like I said, you know, with everybody chiming in, and I see that as well, the first quarter, like I said, the first half, we all said the first half has to get cleaned up. You cannot continue to go playing that way um, in the first half. You also, on the defensive side, I gave kudos to Jim Schwartz for changing his playbook, altering his playbook, and turning up the heat. Great thing, but we've also got to work on that back end. Ronald Darby, arguably right now our best cornerback, was torched pretty much all night. I mean, he did make a couple plays. He got an interception, some other plays, deflecting some balls and things of that nature. But the first two touchdowns, he was involved in the play. The one to, Rhett, to Ridley and the one, the first one to uh, Julio Jones. He was involved in those plays. So you've got to get better. You've got to tighten up on that back end. And that's just the bottom line. You, you just have to get better and tighten up on that back end. Now, rumors have been floating around, <clears throat> and I think this is going to like stall now with the injuries until they find out how severe these injuries are and how these players can uh, perform back or come back or how soon they can come back. There's been rumors of a trade with the Jacksonville Jaguars, possibly bringing the Eagles' Jalen Ramsey for Nelson Aguilar and a second-round pick. So I'm going to post that as my question of the day later on when I get off air on social media. So you can chime in there later and let me know, would you or would you not do that trade, how you think it would help or hurt the Eagles. But again, I think those are going to slow down. Like I said, it's just a rumor, but I think they're going to slow down now due to the injuries. And again, getting back to the injuries, like I said, some of the injuries to the key players, Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, Dennis Goddard. All appear to be minor injuries, uh, a calf injury, a groin injury, which sitting them out in week two and just leaving them as questionable, I think was the right thing to do because there is a long season and you would rather, if you will, and I don't, I'm not saying that they gave up this game, but 
for all intents and purposes, if there was ever a time where you felt like you could give up a game or accept a loss, but be now week two in September, as opposed to having to do that in November. So you get my point. All right. I mean, never a loss. You want to give away. And like I said, I don't mean that they gave this game away, but I think you can take this loss a little bit better now at this point in the season than you would later on in the season. And again, a learning tool for the team. And final point on this Eagles game, the execution. We go back to the first half. Execution was almost non-existent. Okay. Then we turn it around. They play better. They execute a little bit better in the second half. Down the stretch, though, again, that last play. Well, those couple of plays down the stretch. Like I said, the one pass down the sideline to Nelly. You got to catch that. It hits you in the hands, hits you in the bread basket, that we like to say. You got to catch that. And they even said it. The commentators even said it. Chris Collins even said it on TV. If he catches that, he's a clear, straight run down the sideline for a touchdown, which could have put the game away in the Eagles' favor. Then the second, execution again, Zach Ertz. We understand you probably were a little tired, a little beat up, because a lot of people got beat up. Carson Wentz got beat up. But you have to run that route a little bit deeper. You have to know that. So that's what I mean when I say execution. And he knows it. Like I said, they both admitted their fault, so they both know that they need to execute better. And I think they will. Um, Again, holding those guys out, like I said, holding those guys out lastly was probably a smart decision. Not probably. I think it was a smart decision because you still got a lot of football left to play. And this one loss right now is not saying that, oh, they're never going to make the playoffs. They're not going to make the playoffs. They're not going to win another game this year. It's not the case. No reason. Not like a Carolina situation or Cleveland Browns situation. The panic button is not ready to be pushed. The glass cover is still over it. It's still locked. I mean, you don't even have the key in it to unlock it. Okay? It's still locked. It's not panic mode yet. But definitely, definitely, a lot of things need to be cleaned up in order for them to have a successful season or to have the successful season that we all think that they should have and that they will have. So, like I said, coaching staff all the way across the board, everybody has to clean some things up. We have to get better, have to get that first half, first quarter situation squared away, and then I think things will turn around. Get these guys back healthy, let them rest a little bit, get them the treatment they need throughout the week, and we look forward. We move on. Short-term memory. Got the Lions coming up back at home next week. We'll see what happens there. That is your NFL talk for right now. So, before I close out the NFL talk, remember, closing out week two tonight, Monday Night Football, ESPN, you got the Browns at the Jets, which I think is a very, very early must win for the Cleveland Browns. And they should get this win because of the state of the Jets. The Jets took a bad turn. They've got a plethora of injuries, and a lot of those injuries are worse than the Eagles' situation as far as injuries. So, The Browns should win this, and like I said, it's very early, but I'm also calling this and I'm feeling it a must-win game for all the hype that they got during the offseason going in, looking forward to this season. And right now I'm going to give you the games for week three, 
the schedule for week three. Again, this schedule will go up on Facebook group page to, to tomorrow at latest. Yeah, it'll go up tomorrow after the game tonight. So it'll go up tomorrow. If you want to participate in our uh, football pools, like I said, the pick the schedule will go up. You have to select your picks, comment in the comments, go in order of the schedule. Picks have to be in by 4 p.m. on Thursday as there are Thursday games throughout the season. So here is your Thursday, your week three schedule, NFL, beginning with Thursday. The Titans are at the Jags. We move into Sunday. The Bengals are at the Bills. The Dolphins go to the Cowboys. The Broncos are in Green Bay to play the Packers. The Falcons go to Indy to play the Colts. The Ravens are at the Chiefs. The Raiders come to town to play the Minnesota Vikings or go to Minnesota. Sorry, not come to town. Go to Minnesota to play the Vikings. The Jets are at the Patriots. The Lions are here at the link to face off against the Eagles. The Panthers are at the Cardinals. The Giants are at the Bucks. The Texans will go to L.A. to play the Chargers. The Steelers will go to San Fran to face off against the 49ers. The Saints will be at the Seahawks. The Rams will be in Cleveland to face off against the Browns. And next Monday, the Bears will be at the Redskins to close out week three. That's your schedule. Again, it will go up tomorrow. This is your boy D. It is now 20 minutes past the noontime hour. Take a quick break. When I come back, we'll wrap up today's show. Stay tuned. We'll see you on the other side.